This past Thursday, leaders of the Indiana Farm Bureau hosted an ag breakfast at the state capitol, including leaders from the Indiana Farm Bureau and other ag organizations to interact with state legislators about some of these issues that could impact agriculture, farming, ranching here in the state of Indiana. Farm Bureau Executive Director of Public Policy, Andy Tower, joins us this morning. Andy, I assume that this was similar to the bacon bar brunch that I attended about a month or so ago, but I get the sense in talking to various commodity groups and farmers that there are obviously unique characteristics to each group, but also some things that are maybe common to all farm and ranch groups across the Hoosier State. Yes. So so our breakfast was very similar to the bacon breakfast that corn and soybean host every year. And so really, as our board started thinking about this back last fall, corn and soybean has the bacon breakfast bar. Indiana pork has their taste of elegance event. State poultry has their poultry banquet. And Indiana Farm Bureau has a legislative forum. All those events happen in the first half of the legislative session. And so we have a big ag presence in the first half of the legislative session. And then we don't have much in the second. So Mm. that was one of the reasons that our board of directors thought this would be a great opportunity to bring all the commodity groups and farm organizations back together, bring some Indiana Farm Bureau members to the state house, and create an opportunity to engage with those elected officials here in the second half. Talk about the issues, especially now that the funnel has narrowed coming out of the first half. So, yeah, we had a great event and had a lot of conversations. And, And to your point, I mean, all of our different ag groups are very similar uh, in the members we represent. But, you know, one of the things I think makes Indiana Farm Bureau very unique compared to all the others is we are the general ag organization. So if you look at corn and soybean, those are folk, folks are focused on those issues. Now, our members look at the whole gamut, everything from rural viability to farmland preservation, energy taxes. Right, and yeah. so it does make our group a little bit broader, which puts us in a lot of different committees and a lot of different circles mm. that maybe some of our yeah. other partners aren't directly involved in. As you pointed out, we're roughly about halfway here in this legislative session. And it always seems to me that the first half is kind of like getting the ball rolling on issues, <laughs> any number of the issues that you just mentioned. But like a good March Madness basketball game, it's won or lost in the second half. So what are the key issues that Farm Bureau pushing hard to accomplish before that final buzzer in this session adjourns? So I think the number one thing that we're focusing on is the state budget because there's so many implications in that budget package for Indiana agriculture, whether it's State Department of Agriculture, our friends at the Board of Animal Health, Purdue University, Purdue Extension, the Clean Water Indiana Fund. And so that is a big item that we're all working towards, making sure just like our farmer members out on their operations are dealing with higher costs on everything, our state agency friends are dealing with the same issues and concerns. And so we want to make sure they are continue to be prepared to set Indiana in the right position to continue to build upon the great successes we've had across all segments of Indian agriculture from row crops, especially to livestock as we look to that future. The other one that we're engaged in is the governor's public health commission bill, Senate bill four. So some people ask, well, why is farm bureau paying attention to this? And as we see it, this is really fundamental to rural viability. And you think about the members of Indiana farm bureau, where they work, live and play and making sure that we have those health systems, whether it be the local health departments or even some other companion bills along the way that will be able to benefit local fire and EMS because we 
know agriculture is so dangerous and making sure we have those services so god forbid farm ranch families have an accident we can get the services to them very quickly talking with andy tower farm bureau executive director of public policy about a meeting they had with legislators this week andy indiana farm bureau president randy crone and i have talked on several occasions about both broadband the unserved as well as the underserved farm families any reason to be optimistic and or is the state legislature a part of the problem or are they a part of the solution here the state legislature has been a big part of the solution, and we've had great partnerships with the broadband office, the state government, the lieutenant governor, governor's office, as well as the folks at the legislature, finding dollars and allocating funds to expand broadband to the underserved and unserved members of our rural community. So so absolutely, they've been a champion for that, and we continue to see growth. Matter of fact, our organization just completed a, a spring member survey, and we are starting to see growth and positive movement to increasing broadband connectivity and speed. So that was, well, I think good. we had about two, a third of our members said they had seen improvements over the last calendar year. So we're excited about that. There is more money looking to be allocated in the budget to further expand those opportunities because really, you know, as you think about all the different issues going on around agriculture and a lot of the, the conversation around conservation, climate, as we expand that broadband and you couple that with the, the vast amount of technology that farm and ranch families are using on their operations, they can start to make real-time decisions that impact and create positive outcomes. And so, you know, I think a few years ago, we were talking about broadband to the last mile (laughs) and really that narrative has changed. It's really about broadband to the last acre because that's as those equipment move through the fields and being able to make those changes on the fly, that's really what's going to continue set the American farmer, the Hoosier farmer, heads and shoulders above our, our global competition. You're right. You know, the more tech we get, the more we need that high-speed internet. Andy Tower, Farm Bureau Executive Director of Public Policy. Andy, thanks so much for your insights this morning. Sure appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Podcasts by Federated Media.